Thank you for listening to the Melovision podcast, the podcast with me, Joakim, where I get to talk about Eurovision Song Contest and Melody Festivalen with all of my friends from around the world. If you like the show, please share it with your friends and don't forget to follow us on our social media. Just search for Melovision Podcast. Now, let's get on with the show. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Melovision podcast, the podcast where we talk about everything Melody Festival and, and now for three episodes all about Eurovision. And this is the fourth time, the last one before Eurovision properly starts with me, Joachim, and as always, happy birthday, Philip! Hello, happy birthday to me! <laughs> How are you? Amazing, amazing. One week to Eurovision and uh, the heat is finally here in Sweden, so I'm happy. Okay. Well, maybe in the south, but not in Stockholm, yeah. I can tell you. Yeah. But great. How was How it turning t- 26? Oh, 26. Uh, <laughs> it feels like a good wine. <laughs> Better with age. Yes. Uh, with us as well is Craig. Hi. How are you? I um. How about my? Yeah, what? mostly mostly fine. How are you? Oh yeah, <laughs> great. Good. Just like what? Uh, three days before we leave to well, first Glasgow, but then Liverpool. Yes, yes, yes. Can't wait. Excited. Super excited. Mm-hmm. As always, in these pre-Eurovision episodes, we have a lovely guest with us, and this time for the second time, I believe, directly from Manchester, it's Seb. Hello! Good afternoon. Hello from almost Liverpool. Almost Liverpool. Manchester and Liverpool are pretty much rivals, so I don't know if I'm allowed to like Liverpool, but that's where I'm going for a week. How are you? Are you excited? Uh, I am so excited. Like, obviously, the UK probably aren't going to win Eurovision in a long time. So this is an exciting chance for us to pretend like we did. Mm. Mm-hmm. Were you team Liverpool or team Glasgow when it came oh. down to the host city? Team Glasgow, not allowed to say. <laughs> no, um, <I> mean. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but Liverpool's got a great, um, they, they've really embraced it. I don't know how much you guys can see from where you are, but more than any city in the last 10 years of me visiting the host city, they have gone for it. Like there is so much going on. So um, from a country that I thought maybe didn't take Eurovision seriously, we've gone all out. So it's going to be great. Really, really good. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you went to Turin, Torino as well. And I mean, could you find people who give less shit about Eurovision? (laughs) I mean, love Italy, but like, really. I had a great time in Turin, but... I, it was like as if Eurovision was not happening, completely oblivious, no signs of it whatsoever. Um, Eurovision branding is everywhere. They've got the trains now painted up. Like mm. it's this, there is so much. They've really gone for it in Liverpool. Mm. Oh, I'm excited. It's going to be fun. It's going really quick. Like me, these recordings, we're recording this now on the 2nd of May. So literally in like a week from now, will be the semi-final going on well in an hour but you know it's so it's been so fast and so quick and so much fun as well and now today we will get our 
Melovision results of who we think should Woo! win. <laughs> I mean, there's spoilers. There's no surprise. Uh, look at our shirts. Uh, anyways, <laughs> listeners can see that, so they don't know. Uh, these pre-Eurovision episodes, if you haven't listened to the previous three ones where we talk about semi one and the first half of semi two, uh, listen to those. Pause. Come back to us later. Uh, in these pre-Eurovision episodes, we give out scores to each and every song in typical Eurovision fashion. Zero to eight, ten, or le douze point. And we can give out how many twelves we want. We're zeros. Mostly, I mean, last episode where we talked about the uh, first half of second semifinal, I've never seen so many zeros. It, it was a lot. And the lowest score I think ever recorded in Melovision history with only one point to God, which country was it? Uh, Romania. Romania. <sighs> All right. Hopefully, we won't. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Let's be positive, guys. Let's, well, I mean, we'll see. Uh, let's start then. Uh, let's jump into it. Song number nine, and the first song of this episode is Poland. Drama, drama, drama in the national final. Let's not give in, talk about that because it's too complicated and too much conspiracies. I don't know. The winner in the end, though, with the jury vote, was Blanca and the song Solo. Philip. Yes, Poland. <laughs> uh, this song feels uh, quite fresh after the first half of 72, <laughs> I must say. Um, uh, you can sing along to it, but I feel like it's uh, a very Margaret reject song. Uh, uh, she's not the best singer, uh, but uh, you really don't need to have to be a great singer with this, long, this song, as long as you can uh, sleep with the jury or do porn. She's okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> Welcome, guys, to the Melovision podcast. <laughs> so the video is a porn video. Uh, apparently, she slept with a jerk. So, yeah. <laughs> all of them. Uh, all of them. <laughs> all of them, yes. Uh, but the thing is, I quite enjoy it somehow. You can sing along to it. It makes me happy, especially, especially in this semi. So I will give Blanca five points. Hmm. Seb. Um, Poland and Baby has taken on a full life of its own. So the, the thing for me when I've been introduced people to it is I've been so excited to watch their faces when she does a live performance because the studio track, like as Philip says, it's kind of, it's quite catchy. It's inoffensive. Like you can probably hear this when you're out and about in summertime. It's pretty good in that sense. But in real life, she is as stiff as a board, 
has no rhythm, no tone. It is, it is so bad, but it's so bad. It is brilliant. And I just cannot stop watching it. I wake up every day and watch her sing the first 15 seconds of this song because it is so bad. It makes me feel better about my life. <laughs> and I am part Polish, so I have to support my homeland. So Poland gets six from me. <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I've been on a bit of a journey with this one, I think, because um, when it first came out from the, the national final, I think all I did was laugh at it because, you know, she she is just awful. <laughs> um, but I mean, I've, I've always been a bit conflicted because I find the song really catchy, um, especially in the chorus. Um, whereas I feel like it definitely gets let down a little bit by the verses. Um, but yeah, we saw some we saw some clips today from the uh, from the first rehearsal, and uh, you know they've they've thrown in a mini dance break, and it's just pathetic, and I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I enjoy the song. Um, I don't enjoy her vocals, so um, I gave this five. Mm. Well, Poland, um, I am an absolute sucker for this song. I think it is, I mean, it's right up my alley. It's basic bubblegum pop with a hint of like tropical themes. Uh, it is, I don't really care that she can't sing. I mean, it's definitely bringing the score down a bit, but I mostly listen to this on Spotify and I, I'm pretty convinced that they will sort the live performance out for the actual semi-final. Um, with like backing vocals or autotune or added backing vocals, whatever, something. And I mean, this will sail through, sail through to the final, no doubt. And I've, I've done all my scores before any potential like clips on TikTok, those shitty freaking TikTok clips that Eurovision puts out. Uh, so all these were done like days, weeks ago, even my scores anyways. Uh, and I gave this seven. And now after watching the rehearsal, I mean, that might even be an eight because you know, I like a cheesy dance break. Like, but <laughs> seven, yes, Poland. <laughs> Oh, yeah, genius. I like it. <laughs> I didn't realize that you were half. Uh, how much Polish? Uh, I'm one quarter Polish. All right, but then you are a hundred percent Slovenian at heart, right? Hundred percent Slovenian. What a coincidence <laughs> that the next country is Slovenia. Uh, they did an internal selection this year, right? They just picked them. And uh, no national final, which is a shame, but turns out it looks pretty good for Slovenia this year. If you look at fans, the betting, yeah, they're sending one of, I think, about a hundred bands this year. It is Joker Out with the song Carpe Diem. <laughs>
tråkigt. Slovenia, så jag känner att det är the same band as they send last year but I feel like the kids have grown up a little bit uh, and I do and they are up there in the betting and they will qualify but I'm not friends with the song uh, it doesn't give me anything uh, I really really tried because so many people like it and I do not understand uh, so sorry Slovenia three points Oh, that is like a stake through my heart. I um, have tried, I have tried. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if I could choose who I was, I would be 100% Slovenian. Um, I, I just love the country. I So I always come to this giving Slovenia a higher mark than maybe they deserve. But this year, I actually feel like they deserve what I'm going to give them. You said they had no national final. They sort of half... In, like interviewed him last year where he presented the national final so Boyan did that sang a bit they were like oh yeah we're going to get this guy back and if you have time go back and watch the Slovenian national final show where they sing some Slovenian uh, previous entries with the kind of people who did them originally so they're there with LPS from last year Maya Kutz and before it's it's great and it's just wonderful and this my biggest sadness is that in three minutes I do not think they will convey the joy and fun that this band has. So I love this song. I don't know if everyone's going to like it so much in the three minutes that they get to see it. Um, I think it's just wonderful. And if Slovenia were going to win, this would be the year for me. So they're going to get a 12 for me. They always were. But I totally believe they deserve it this year. First 12 for, Mm. well, not Sammy too, but we had a generous guest last week as well oh yeah see that <laughs> <laughs> um i don't think i can say much else about this song that hasn't been said actually um i really enjoy it i love the fact that it's not in english i know they released an english version as well but it's just not as good it's not the same um yeah it's fun i like them he seems to sing well um I like in the first line of the song, it sounds like he says, sit on a clit. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoy this, so I gave it eight. Mm. Decent scores. Um, I I like this. This came out fairly early, I feel, because it's been around uh, with us for quite some time now. Uh, and I think that helps. Um for us fans and I feel like it's gotten a lot more traction in the last weeks or month or so but for me this is turning into like a fairly decent year and looking like in my overall ranking this isn't really there for me when it comes to like maybe not even top 15 it's just outside of it but uh so therefore I cannot give it a higher score than five it's something missing for me and i think it is what you touched on said like three minutes Mm, this needs like something more to pop for people to grab their attention i'll go cry in a corner i mean for this semi though that's a good score overall (laughs) so i mean uh the combined score is quite good actually all right, moving along to the strangest lyrics I think we have this year. Uh, 
please someone in the comments tell me what this song is about because I have no fucking clue. <laughs> Number 11, third one of the episode, it is Georgia with Eru, which she has performed in junior Eurovision for uh, Georgia as well. So now it's the first time in the big ones. Uh, and the song is called Echo. Uh, Georgia, uh, I put this in the same pocket as Armenia. Uh, I feel like it's not authentic. Uh, it feels very artsy-fartsy, uh, but not in a good way. <laughs> um, I don't get it. I don't want to. Uh, I feel like let's come up with something... Uh, weird and someone who can just scream for three minutes. Yeah. Two points. <laughs> and whereas I am the kind of person that loves people screaming for three minutes <laughs> with indiscernible lyrics, I am always a real sucker for songs that sound like they've got a folk basis. Now, I don't think this is Georgian folk music in any way, shape or form, but um, I love... I am known for loving songs that include wailing, and this is three minutes of pure wailing. Um, I've actually looked up what she said the song was about because I wanted to be able to answer this. So she says, it is about my inner voice and manifestation of love and peace. I don't know if that helps me understand what it's about. And the lyrics definitely don't convey that. But uh, I, I'm really excited. I think this will be a qualification for Georgia, which is probably all they're aiming for right this year after several years in the dark. It, it is avant-garde, it is odd, but I think that makes it stand out and I really like it for that. So I give it an eight. Mm. You know when you were at school and you couldn't be bothered to do your French homework, so you put it all through Google Translate and hoped for the best? <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like this is what's happened here. But with English, I just it's so odd. The lyrics make no sense. The grammar is horrendous. Um yeah, I just I don't I don't enjoy this um too. Mm. I mean I have to agree with uh my previous speaker that the lyrics are absolutely bonkers like what is going on here what is I mean I've tried to read it several times and I mean it's great of course it's about love and peace and understanding and whatnot like sure sure but it could have been about going to the post office I don't really know like it's it's so weird but the I like the, the beat of it, I enjoy quite a lot. And I think she has a good voice as well. Um, it's definitely better than Armenia for me. I do also put them like in the same folder when it comes to like mm, weird songs that doesn't really mean anything or like touch me in any way. But the beat is there and I'm a sucker for an 
oriental flair so i mean four points sure why not it's all right moving on to a country that is not even allowed to take part in the televoting so what they're doing in this semi-final where there's only televoting is a bit weird, but let's hope for the best for the micronation of San Marino. Uh, they had a interesting national selection with about 300 entries or something. Um, I've watched, I think we watched all of them, the snippets of them, and it was an eclectic bunch of songs. Uh, the winner, though, was Picked pick Jacks with the song Like an Animal. Yeah, I will send a lawsuit to San Marino just to uh, have me listening to this shit for three minutes. Uh, oh my God, it's so bad. It is so bad. Like, was this the best? I don't even, I have not watched the, like, the whole national final, but if this was the best, oh my God, no. Please bring back Valentina Moneta. Zero points. <laughs> First zero. There we go. <clears throat> um, I didn't realize there were th- it beat three hundred competitors or whatever it was. Um, Almost. <laughs> this this feels a bit like you've got a group of guys who've been released from some kind of high secure prison and they've decided to do some music together, and it comes across as really creepy and unsettling. Um, I, I feel really uncomfortable for the entire three minutes that it's going on. Um, and I do not enjoy it. However, is it the worst thing? There are songs that I really dislike. And this isn't one I really dislike. It just leaves me feeling weird. So I'm going to give it two points because I don't hate it. Mm. <laughs> Greg. Six. Six? Yes. M- uh, motivation did I score plus? I don't have to give one for you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have. Are you related to them or? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think it's as bad as everyone says it is. Like, yes, the, the smell you like an animal line, I, I do hate. Um, but I don't know. I just, I find something about. I find some redeeming features here that no one else does, and I know that I'm on my own, and it probably makes me really weird, but I just kind of oddly enjoy this one. Mm. Mm. I, I was dreading that we were aiming towards like a very low score, but you helped them out there. Yeah, yeah. good job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. if you're listening, I'm free all weekend, Liverpool. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I see why they got that six points. All right. Um, no, I there's I sort of like the hook though. Come on, baby. I don't know. I sort of like it. But in a year of 
what like 10 almost 10 bands this is definitely the worst one um all male bands uh, to that um well well it, i think it's the worst yeah, it's in germany no germany is i'm fun this isn't fun this is just like ugh, no it's like a italian maroon five and we know what adam levine did so i mean you're also a huge marine five yes i am the yeah. old maroon five anyways i'm telling uh, your mom <laughs> i'm giving this one point because it's not the worst uh and it has something but i think this won't do well this this will struggle to get through it was dead last but yeah yeah no it's not a televote song let's say that but I think the next song might be a televote song. It is Austria. We thought so last year as well uh, with Lumix. And what was her face? Pia Maria. Pia Maria. Tia Maria. Tia, Pia Maria. Mm. Uh, sadly, she couldn't sing for shit. But hopefully, Teja and Salina can make Austria proud with their... TikTok friendly song. Who the hell is Edgar? Yes, who the hell is Edgar? Um, so this is the best song in this semi-final, uh, I must say. I really enjoy it. Uh, it's fun, it makes me smile, it makes me want to dance. I get very Icona Pop vibes uh, mm. about them. Uh, and uh, yeah, I really enjoy the video. I have not seen any live clips, but what I've heard is that they can sing live compared to Austria last year. So that's a plus. Uh, but with this type of song, staging is key. It's key, key, key. But they really just have to qualify. Uh, I enjoy it. Austria, eight points. I, mean, I think you're absolutely right that staging is going to be one of the keys to this because there's a meaning behind this song that kind of, I think, is told by the music video a little bit that it's hard to necessarily follow with the lyrics, which are... I, I love songs like this that sound kind of throwaway pop, but actually have stuff behind them. So the whole, like what you get for streaming and they'll not any man, earn any money from it. Um, I think this is amazing. So uh, two weeks ago I was at a UK pre-party where this won. Um, so people really like this. Like it's designed for a dance floor, isn't it? Just jumping around, screaming Poe out the top of your voice. It's just so fun. They are great singers. So I have seen some live stuff of them. They pull this off really well. Um, they look like they enjoy it as well, which I think that's really important for a song like this. Like, I don't, I don't know that they wrote it or anything, but they, I feel like they care about this and they just make it come alive. So for me, this is a ten for Austria. I love this one. Okay, so I um, clearly I'm going against the grain again with this one. I absolutely hate this. 
I cannot find <laughs> any redeeming feature about it. It is so annoying. The I hate the video. I hate the dancing. It's so lazy. I hate the repetition of pull. Um, I, I hate the beats. I just, I'm already, I'm dreading how many times we're going to hear this in Liverpool because <laughs> it will have me running for the fire exit. I just, I, oh. Everyone needs a toilet break song. You're allowed, yeah. you're allowed yours. I I like the the element of, you know, talking about how, you know, I'll buy you dinner in two years' time because that's when I'll be able to afford from streaming. But yeah, one, one point. <clears throat> yeah, um, I... I actually, yet again, like I'm, I'm the basic one. So I don't really mind or care about like the meaning behind it. I just hear a good song and it's fun. So yeah, eight points. I like this. It's very, it's catchy. It's catchy AF. And then it's televote only semifinal. Like, ugh, this is, dare I say, may win semifinal too? Yeah, it might. I wouldn't be home. No, I mean, no, it wouldn't be hard. But I mean, this has, yeah, potential of doing very well. Uh, maybe even in the final. I like it. Interesting. Very divided, <laughs> divisive scores this episode. Love it. Let's go to the country that usually is first out. We usually have a song around Christmas, but Ukraine beat them to the punch this year uh so they were the second country out with their song it's albania and this year they did not decide to only send one person but that one person's whole freaking family as well it is albina how many singers from albania have we had that's called albina i think it's too many by now Surely there must have some other girl names. Anywho, it's Albina and Familia Kelmendi with the song Duje. In this semi, I quite enjoyed this. Uh, I must say, I really like the Balkan sound. Uh, I really like the I like uh, the authenticity of this song, uh, and I feel like we need some Balkan flavor in the final. And I feel like he can sing, the family can some sort of sing, uh, and I really like uh, the music. Uh, but if the, this will qualify to the final, it will come in the bottom end. But uh, five points to Albania. So I always try and like Balkan songs. I, I tend to like them more. I've got my affinity there. I, I struggle to get on board with this one. I found it really challenging. Um, I find it really boring, actually. So do you, do you? It just feels like the same again and again. And... 
I don't like that the whole family is there. I don't know why, and I cannot explain to you why, but it, I just don't like it. Um, so I don't care about Albania. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry, family. I'm <laughs> pleased having a lovely holiday in Liverpool altogether, <laughs> but I'm just not bothered about you. So you just get four from me. I am so bored of Albania at Eurovision. I just feel like it's the same thing all the time. It's always a screaming lady. And the song, I, I, they never give me anything to vote for. And this year is absolutely no exception. Um, I don't know, I feel a little bit like, you know, when you have to, when you go somewhere and your family has to come with you, but you're like perpetually embarrassed by them. I just <laughs> feel like that's what this is. And, oh, I just, no, I don't enjoy this. I, I, I gave it one. I know what you think now. Is it a stage mom that just won't let her child go? <laughs> riding off her coattails. Maybe that's what I don't like. I mean, I think the the family is the biggest issue with this because clearly some of them have zero charisma. I mean, if you look at the live performance from Festival Kengas, her sister looks absolutely terrified. She looks like she is going to run off stage and cry afterwards because she is so nervous the brother looks like he's just i don't know high on something because he's not there mentally uh and then the mother and the father i mean it's just like what clearly she's the star why is she bringing her family it's so unnecessary i don't get it i don't see the point it might be a cultural thing where it's like oh it's nice but i just find it weird and now I do like the like Balkan sound to it, but uh, not enough for me to be like distracted from what is or what is not happening on stage. Cause I feel what we will see is her lying on the floor, crying the song out, screaming it out, as you said, uh, and then just her family standing behind her. And that's not going to cut it. I mean, if Ronella last year tried to hump her way into the final and that didn't work, surely this won't work. And I mean, yeah, let's not go into her vocals. Uh, one point, Albania. I'm sorry. No. No. Whew. 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 We've all got that out of our system now. Yes. I feel, I feel better for that, actually. Feel, yeah. Good cleansed cleansed uh next song is lithuania and they did surprisingly well last year with monica so they went with another monica this year this time monica linkte linkite linkite uh from 2015 in vienna where she was a duo skipped the guy who practically raped her face and now she's doing it all by herself. It was a forced kiss. That was just weird. It was so weird. Uh, Monica Linkita with the song Stay for Lithuania. Someone like me. My heart is beating. My heart is beating. My heart is beating. Finally, my heart is beating. My 
this song should have stayed in Lithuania. Uh, yeah, sorry. I I've heard people really enjoy this. I do not enjoy this at all. It feels fake. It feels forced. She's not that even a good singer. Sorry. Uh, I really like Monica from last year much better. Uh, yeah, it feels done. Uh, I feel like the uh, the choir is better than her, uh, and that should not be the case. Uh, I feel yeah, amateur hour uh, at the school. <sighs> One point, <laughs> and that's nice. <laughs> Very nice. That sounds really nice. She'll be thrilled, I think. <laughs> um, so it's. It's interesting. I, I feel like sometimes countries look to see what worked well in another year. So Poland have obviously looked at Chanel from Spain and gone, let's just have someone like dance and sing this song and it'll work out just fine. And we're not as sure that that's worked out well. And I, I feel like this is almost like a a, a bargain Cornelia Jacobs. Now, so I didn't really like Cornelia Jacobs so much. And I like this. There's something that says something weird about me, doesn't it? Uh, I think the thing for me that I actually really like the choir. So maybe that's the thing. I love that tuto tuto kind of thing that's repeated through. And I think um, we're seeing like with a contest, you've got to be memorable, haven't you? So that kind of line, I think, does stick in people's heads. And this, I feel like is quite real. I believe in it. I, I This song makes me feel something and I really like that. Um, but I think I'm quite alone in that actually from opinions I get from other people but I can deal with that I can deal with it so I'm gonna give her eight points I actually really like this Ooh. interesting because we watched a bit of the national final from Lithuania mm. and um I mean there wasn't much in it that I enjoyed anyway and when this one I didn't really think much of it but when I when I went back to it, I started to actually realize. Well, for me, I was like, "This is this is quite good. I quite I quite like this." Um, I sorry, Philip, but I think she's quite believable. I like her voice. Um, I like that she has her Lithuanian mamas with her. Um, yeah, I I like it. Whether it's going to pick up a lot of televotes from you know people who aren't. From Lithuania that have moved elsewhere. I don't know. But um yeah, I quite enjoy this, so I gave it seven. Mm. Yeah, I I definitely I get a lot of the mama's vibes with the whole gospely thing as well. It's like a low budget version of Yondunvik, uh, I feel. And that feels a bit done. Uh, in my opinion, we've seen it in Melfast several times. So I'm a bit over this, really. But you have to remember, though, that the Mamas never got to Eurovision apart from with John, and they weren't the focus. So... No, but they participated two years in a row. So I've seen this, like mid-tempo pop gospel yeah but not everyone's mellowed out in the same way that we are no true but i still don't enjoy it oh. <laughs> it's a television podcast i feel like you're allowed to be mellowed out yeah <laughs> uh no but I, I i do like that 
that chanting thing like uh in the chorus uh i don't like the part where she screams stay that's a bit mm, mm, no it's not great for me uh i give it four though because it's below average but not like super bad so four i feel like a decent score we'll talk about this later oh, great <laughs> can't wait now then, it is time. Time flies. Uh, closing up semi-final two is the country down under, our lovely Australia. They tend to give us Swedes quite a high score in uh, previous years, uh, and we like to give them high scores as well. Let's see if this group of Melovision jurors will give Australia and Voyager high scores for their song, Promise. Maybe, maybe it's in the middle for me. Uh, this is also a band, a lot of bands. Uh, I really like the beginning of the song. It feels like it's not a rock song, so that's good. Um, and also, I feel like who will vote for Australia when it's not juries? So uh, it's deserving to go to qualify to the final. Um, but yeah. I feel like Australia can do so much better than this. Um, so I'm a little bit disappointed. Uh, yeah, four. I don't really know what to say. It's just meh, four. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you have to wonder why, like you say, why this one was internally selected when Australia's had like a good run of people. And I think... Um, in one of the previous Australia Decides, they, they had a song that I preferred to this, but I, I really like how this song starts. Like like you say, I, I love that build-up that's there. I find the chorus a bit weak, um, whereas I prefer the verses in this song. Um, it, I, I just feel like it's building, but doesn't quite get where I thought, where I want it to go. So I feel quite unsatisfied by the end of this song. It kind of doesn't... Um, yeah, I sort of don't care once it's passed, but I but I kind of enjoy it when it's playing. So it's good background radio music for me, um, which feels like it sounds more insulting now I say it out loud than I meant it to, I guess. Um, I like them. I think I have this, I quite like all the bands. I, I sense that maybe some people don't like the number of bands, but I'm really enjoying all of that. I, I guess I just want something more than they've offered me. So they'll come on, they'll do it. And... You know, they've not given the UK any points in the past two years. Hello, guys. So, you know, if they're going to have to rely on Sweden, they're going to have to rely on Sweden. Um, not going to be much help for me because I'm going to give them just a six. Australia. Hmm. Hmm. I have the same problem with Australia that I have with Albania and that I am so fucking bored of them. <laughs> it's just, oh. They give nothing 
that you would want to vote for. I don't understand it. The first two or three entries, great. After that, it's just got progressively worse. And I, as you said, I don't understand why this was internally selected because they could have done so much better. I just find the song boring. I, I don't like the star. I just I just find it annoying. It's basically the same line 10 times. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't like this. And yeah, hopefully Sweden votes for them because um, I wouldn't. Um, so too. <laughs> well, luckily Sweden is in semi-final one, so we can't vote for them. <clears throat> and I... Not quite sure we will even give a chance to vote for them in the final. I'm not sure this will qualify. Uh, well, you know what? Maybe they will. I don't like this. Uh, it's gotten better after a few times listening to it. But the thing is, the first time I heard it, I just felt it wasn't like an insult on all senses. It's very loud. And sure, it's good to be loud and stand out in Eurovision. But to me, this wasn't pleasant the first time. It was noise. And then to add to that, like that growling just makes it even worse. Like, no, I don't. There's I, if I were to have to pick between like the two most rockiest entries, this or Germany, hands down Germany wins it for me. I think it, that has more heart. This feels a bit cold as well. It, maybe it's because it's like overproduced in a way. I don't know. And it seems they just tried to jam in as much as possible in those three minutes. Um, I gave this two. This is not for me. I never listened to it. Um, no. I, th I think Australia needs a non-qualification to give them a real kick up the arse. Well, they got that in 2021. Australia? Yeah, Montaigne didn't go through. Oh, that's true. So then they're fucked. That's them. <laughs> <laughs> no going back. Sorry. I look forward to roaring in your face when I see you next. <laughs> well... That was the last song of the semis. Uh, we're not done yet, but with this in mind, we now have the Melovision's top 10 for semifinal two. We have a very, not a clear winner, I'd say. We have two songs with 29 and 28 points. The winner of semi-final two, in our opinion, mostly I would say Vladimir's opinion, it's Cyprus. <laughs> <laughs> Choices. Uh, yes. <laughs> and then second though, uh, with 28, Slovenia. Woohoo! Yeah. And then 27th, Austria. And oh, then, oh, oh. I mean, so yeah, we got two, according to us anyways, qualifiers from the second half, which I would say, I mean, the second half is better than the first half of this semi. Definitely. Uh, dead last in semi two, according to us, was Romania. Only one point. Uh, so yeah, not great. Sorry. Uh, and then last in this half of the semi was San Marino with only nine points. 
It's not so bad. Nine. No, I mean, they were fourth to last, so they weren't the absolute worst. I mean, they beat Estonia and Greece, so there you go. Good for them. Uh, anyone that we've talked about that you feel is a definite qualifier? No doubt. That we haven't talked about? No, uh, that we have talked about in this. Austria, Austria. I think. Yeah. Mm. Austria Austria has to be, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Too many people like it. Mm. I think Belgium is going straight through as well. Oh, from the first half, yeah. Or oh, from the second half, I was talking this morning. Um, yeah, Slovenia, I would like to think. Hmm. If Slovenia think... don't qualify with this, I I would see them just leaving because what what more can they do? And send they've sent like their countries like premier bands that people like with a good song. Like if they don't get through with this over, no offense, San Marino, Romania, and other choice selections, I, I feel like that's really unfair. Mm, yeah, I'll have a tantrum. <laughs> no, I think they will go through. Uh, I'm wondering, could Austria be a fan wank? Because we've seen that happen every year. I do I, so? I often pl- sometimes I play the songs to my non-Eurovision friends and my brother, and the Aust- Austria goes down well. So I think. It, at first listen, it grabs people. I think the trouble with a lot of the songs that fans often like is because we hear them lots of times and learn to love them. And see, bits, mm. so we talked about Lithuania that at first glance is like, oh, is this the best they've got to send? But after some time, it wins some people around. But I, I, that's going to be challenging when people hear it just once. I think Austria, it just grabs you straight away. And it, it's polarising, right? So some people hate it. Um, but I think... Mm. But polarizing often means you do you make attention, don't you, for yourself? I mean, I think if we if you look back, even just from UK patterns of voting when certain countries are involved, then I think you can pretty much guarantee Lithuania is going to get ten or twelve from the UK in this semi, and Romania is probably going to be up there as well, regardless of regardless of the song because. You know, it's a lot of diaspora voting. So I would say Lithuania in particular is guaranteed a very good score from the UK. I mean, you would really have to love your country to vote for Romania. Like even that freaking song is like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and, like... if, and there'll be lots of votes from the UK from Poland as well, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I wouldn't mind that. No, I mean, we have Poland into the final, so I mean, yeah, and I see that happening mm. for sure. Mm-hmm. No, but I'm just saying, in terms, yeah, yeah. Of, in terms of televoting, mm. Lithuania always does well with the UK, so mm. she's probably heading for 10 or 12 there. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, full details will be revealed on our Instagram, so keep an eye out there. Now it's time to talk about the last song of the year for us. And it is our host country, 2022 years runner-up, United Kingdom. And I remember when we started doing this podcast seven years ago, back then, oh my, oh my, United Kingdom. 
Jesus Christ. It was always fun having, especially back then, like our UK friends, because even they were like, oh, this is shit. <laughs> but in recent years, I would say it started actually, well, Joe always likes the UK. But uh, I think with Embers, even though we all know how that went, I mean, let's not talk about it. But from that point on, it felt like something was going on. Something was happening. And then... I don't well, it didn't, but I mean, he got some radio plays, so good for him. Did he? I think so. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, did. I still hear it like out here in yeah. Stockholm. It's so Yeah, in Sweden, he got a lot of radio plays. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, but then came the one and only Sam Ryder last year with Space Man and came second. Great job. Turned out it was enough for you to host it since Ukraine couldn't. This year, it was decided internally again to pick a song and artist. And this year, it came to May Muller with the song, I Wrote a Song. She wrote a good song. <laughs> uh, yeah, I really enjoy this. This is pop. This is fun. I really enjoy her. Uh, I love her on TikTok. Uh, she's fun. I just think she has the personality to follow Sam Ryder. Uh, yeah, and also, isn't the UK like ending the whole finale? <laughs> yeah, going out in yeah. 26. Uh, yeah, but this is a good song, but I... With this song, I feel like it should have been in the semi, some sort, to have some sort of listen to Europe. Like, oh, see on the stage and everything. Uh, but I really enjoy this. This is one of my most uh, played song uh, this year. She's fun. Uh, also, I'm a little bit scared about the live vocals. Uh, I have seen some pre-Eurovision parties clips that the vocals was not great, but who except Lorene can pull that off? <laughs> Pre-Eurovision parties. Uh, but the one in London, I think, she had a live band. That was a little bit better. Uh, but the staging and the vocals are key for me to uh, make UK come into top five or even top ten. Uh, but I really like it. Uh, I listen to it every day, 10 points. So I'm going to go a bit off piece here. I, I feel like May Muller is part of the story of how the UK learns to love Eurovision and do it properly again. And so the goal, I would say, of BBC and, and most UK fans is that our entry does not embarrass us, one. We've sort of achieved that. And I think you're right, that did start with James Newman. He was credible. Yes, he got zero, but he handled it well. 
and actually he said he walked so that Sam Ryder could run like because he was credible it allowed someone like Sam Ryder to be like yeah actually I can give this a go so we've got to maintain that and we came second last year we're not going to be able to equal that and I think it's kind of clever that we've not really tried to go with something that's going to absolutely like take away because we can't you can't find that every year and so what this song does is it it, it is getting radio play it is being heard in places outside of the Eurovision bubble and I think over the next five to ten years I, I think this will be part of the story of when the UK wins properly again for for this song I think Philip's right there's some concern over how this is going to end up on stage but it's a really good song to close out that final it's fun it's going to end well um and I just love the bit when she talks in her in her accent. Look into my eyes. I mean, I just love that, and I hate it, but I love it so much. So I would give I would give my own country like seven or eight points for this. Let's say seven. Let's not overdo it. Oh well, we tend to give Sweden twelve all the time. So I mean, no shame, no shame. I'm, I'm British, all right. <laughs> I definitely see this as part of the proper recovery that we started last year, I think. Um, I think for, as you said, Seb, for the BBC and for the UK, it's not, we're not trying to win this year. We just need a song that we're not going to be embarrassed by and that is going to do fairly decent and get, you know, airplay or, you know, we we went to Oslo over the weekend and you know, granted we were in a gay bar, but we heard it, you know, and that just doesn't, previous entries, that's just not been a thing to go anywhere else and hear the UK song. So I think they're definitely taking steps in the right direction. And I I really enjoy this. I enjoy her. I, I love that she's having a lot of fun with it and she's interacting with fans on social media and she is making a meme of herself and she's not taking it too seriously. And yeah, I think she's she's really fantastic, actually. Um, we watched her performance the other day from... I think it was somewhere called The Glory or something like that. And, I mean, it probably was heavily backed, but she sounded so much better than she has recently. Um, and I think, yeah, staging is important, but I think um, she should let the dancers do the dancing and she can focus on the singing. Uh, so, yeah, I am giving this 10. Mm. Yeah, this is definitely my top three this year uh and based on that uh and the fact that i don't feel like i can give all my top three 12 points and i've already given sweden and finland 12 so uh no but i really enjoy this uh i think it's a great typical typical yeah typical like british pop song uh which is what i think all fans it's both inside the UK and outside of UK has been wanting from the UK for so long, something that sounds British. And with that rap part, they just, it's just like a stamp of <laughs> approval of like, where is this from? All right. Yeah. Just feeling good. She feels alive. Alive. Yeah. <laughs> London, to be <laughs> exact. Um, 
No, I think it's great. And I, I was a bit worried, actually. But the first time I heard that, especially that rap part, I was like, oh, sh- scrap it. No, you can't do that. Hopefully that's just for the recorded version. But after a while, I was like, no, they need to have this in. They need to have it there. So I'm definitely hoping that they will keep that for the live performance. Um, I'm actually worried about the fact that she is going out last. I That's usually not a great thing. Uh when it comes to scoring with the televotes, I feel. But I mean, the arena is gonna be, it's, it's gonna blow up when she goes on that stage. Uh, and just thinking about that rap part, I mean, the whole arena will sing that with her and that will be epic. Absolutely amazing. Uh, so yeah, 10 points. I can't give out too many 12s during one season, so. Sweden and Finland got mine, 10 points, which is still a really good score. It's definitely also a song that is on heavy rotation on my Spotify. And it makes me happy every time. Uh, I think for it to get, get, get 12 points, it needs to touch on some emotional strings, which this obviously doesn't do. Uh, it's just not that kind of song, really. Well, some would argue maybe not Cha-Cha isn't that song, but for me it is. I get emotional when I hear it. But anyways, 10 points, a really good score. Uh, If we look at the big five, including Ukraine, uh, 37 for the UK, which is really good. But they don't really beat France, who got 38. The best scoring big five country this year from us. Uh, Do you agree? Is it the best big five song this year? No. No, we can see that by your score. Mm, uh, what did I give France? 10? 10 as well, yeah. Yeah. I like it's it's different type of song, you know. France gives me more emotion than UK. France is more, oh, I like listening to, to it. And then UK, I love to dance. You mm. know. I would say you know, France is probably definitely definitely more credible when it comes to the jury votes. Um I just hope that the UK will score a good televote score. Because that will be, otherwise it will be mortifying. I don't know a lot of people upset, but but it doesn't matter. I, I think it's okay. Like if a song's good, it will stand test of time, and it's not, you know, it's, as long as it's not embarrassing. Mm. Lazara can take it away with style. She's good. Mm. I I think the UK. I think it's it's a good host entry, um, host country song, and I mean. The arena is going to be absolutely bouncing, and I'm expecting like Chanel levels of cheering, you know. So yeah, and you know people people pick up on that. So mm. oh yeah, absolutely. So Seb, have we talked about? Well, you given twelve today, twelve points to a song. Do you have any other favorites this year except Slovenia? Um, so interestingly, I would have blitzed your poll because I also like Cyprus a lot. Um, <laughs> right. So, uh, I, I mean, part of it for me is the danger that he is not going to hit all those high notes, having sung them daily for two weeks before he gets there. Um, that's really exciting to know if that's going to work or not. But I really like that song. And I, I don't think I'd have expected to if you told me what the formula it was following was. I just really enjoy that one. Uh, and if, but of course, like we all love Finland, cha cha cha, for our song. Uh, it is just, it just taps into something 
it's the child in you, isn't it? It's just mental. It is, it's, he is brilliant. He is so funny. And I think when I talked about Slovenia, I said, I'm really disappointed that I don't think it's enough time for them to get their personalities across. He does that in three minutes. And you know, you know, you could have looked at his TikTok for six months before. You could have just seen those three minutes. You know who he is and what's going on. And let's be honest, Sweden have won enough. So I am very pro Finland winning and going to somewhere else in Scandinavia. So do you even colder than Stockholm? <laughs> it's got yeah, it's gonna be like cheaper though, no. <laughs> a bit a tiny bit cheaper, but not a lot. No. So do you think Finland will win or I'm really struggling with this? I think uh if you'd asked me a month ago, I'd have said Sweden are gonna win. Like I I love tattoo, I love Loren, it's great, it's wonderful. But perhaps I've heard it before. And I feel like I shouldn't say that out loud because she might hear and I don't want her to think badly of me <laughs> because I really like it. Um, and I think she's wonderful. I think she's great. But when I look at like the list of winners, do I want to see Euphoria Mark II? I don't know. When I could have a crazy Finnish man in a lime green bolero jumping around a stage, I, I feel like that's not won before. And I'd like that. Oh, I don't think it has won before. So yeah, that would be a first. Mm, be fun. Uh, we haven't asked our permanent jury members who they think will win. So since this is the last episode before we hop on over to Liverpool, uh, Philip, who do you think will win Eurovision mm. 2023? If you asked me uh, two weeks ago, I would have said Sweden. If you asked me today, uh, I will say Finland. I feel like Finland has more momentum at the moment. Uh, and he's the underdog when it comes to the betting, and people love the underdog. Uh, but uh, I love the underdog when it comes to Fuego. So, <laughs> and we saw how that they went out second place, and I was pissed. So, but the thing is, if Sweden doesn't win, uh, I would be so happy if Finland wins, because I gave Finland 12 points and, you know, they really deserve it with that type of artist, that type of song, that type of performance. Uh, if we had sent something else than Lorene and Tattoo and that staging, I would have given it like Finland, Finland, Finland gonna smash it. But, you know, I'm a little bit patriotic, so yeah, but Finland today, maybe Sweden next week, who knows, but I'm going to be a nervous wreck on the day. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Greg? I think unless something goes terribly wrong with the televote, then I think Sweden will win. Unless something goes terribly wrong. Um, I don't See, I really, I really, really like Finland, but I don't see it doing well with the juries. Had that as a Eurovoir or something, I don't know. The what the kind of like fake vote where they have people that are the caliber of people that are generally on Eurovision juries, and it did not do well. Mm. Um, so I don't see Cha 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 winning, or even though I would love to. Um, funnily enough, though, I don't see Lorraine winning. The jury or the televote. I think 
maybe a case of coming second in both, something like that. I think also people maybe should watch out for France as well, because I think she is going to do a lot, lot, lot better than we might think. So, yeah, I'm still I'm still going to say Sweden, but I don't think it's a, you know, I don't think it's an easy one. No. I I mean, I'm struggling. I think it changes for me every day. One day is Finland, one day is Sweden. And yeah, as you mentioned, like last couple of days, I've been like, hmm, maybe we're going to Paris next year. Like, I don't know. It's, I think that it's between those three countries for me right now. And uh, if I were to say a country today, I'd probably say Finland, actually. Uh, but of course, I mean, I'm hoping that I won't have to spend a shit ton of money on travel next year and I can we can just stay at home and go to Friends Arena or Tele2 or Avicii Arena, no matter where we are, it will be great. Uh, so that'd be fun. Or Malmö, Philip, sure. Yeah, we can go there <laughs> again. Stay for free. <laughs> I have friends. <laughs> Uh, or Gothenburg, if they can sort out the arena. No, um, thank you. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, no, but uh, yeah, uh, of course I'm rooting for Sweden. But uh, right now, I think Finland has got the upper hand. I think he would really, really have to run away with the tail of vote, though. Yeah, and that's um, that might be hard. That might be hard to run away with it because we don't know how much love countries like Ukraine will get um, again, you know, um, so that could change everything around. And I think a lot of people have forgotten about that, but we'll see. We'll see a week to go and then we'll have a better idea. Hope, I mean, first they need to qualify for the final. So there's that. That might not happen, but I think it will. I'm not going to jinx it. Uh, all right. That's it for this episode. We'll probably do something when we're in Liverpool. Uh, well, we said this last year. And we we, didn't, yeah, so. we didn't. We didn't. <laughs> but maybe not like commit to like a full episode. Maybe just do a live or something on Instagram, you know, in the rain. So it's going to rain all week. Mm. Welcome to the northwest of England, my home. Lovely. <laughs> Bring your rain covers. Mm. But it could change. Look on the bright side. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I ho- I'm hoping for it, but it doesn't look very good right now. Again, I have a question for Seb. Seb, you have oh. not given zero points to any country on this episode. Do you have the zero points of all the Eurovision song this year? Uh, Romania. I skip every time. I cannot stand it. It okay. really, really irritates me. So yes, I do give zero points. So yes, I give points freely, but also I am hard when it's necessary. Okay. It's bad. Good. It's bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was so much fun having you on again. Hopefully we'll be able to see a glimpse of each other in Liverpool. Be great to see you. <laughs> Practice your accents. <laughs> oh, Chuchin. 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 Mm, yeah. Chuchin. 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 Chuch
But yeah. Uh, so yeah, don't forget to follow us on our social media to see if we make something uh, when we're in Liverpool, like an Insta Live or something. Uh, maybe some pictures from the one and only live show we will see, which is the jury show on Monday. Um, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> see you later. Bye. 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 Thank you.